Shout out to Jack Holloway and Heaven's Music who provided the title soundtrack to the podcast. It is called Melancholia. Welcome to the Growing Pains podcast. We are helping millennials get through adult adolescence, one candid conversation at a time. I'm your host, Moki Musal. I'm joined by the Rilla. Ever Rilla don't get more real than her Aunt Harrington. And I got to get something off my chest. Go for it. Um, People, you know I love you. You know we love you. Mm-hmm. Anna and I put a lot of time and effort into this. Moki and puts a lot of time and effort into this. I put some. Tomato, tomato, potato, potato, same thing. And um, so we were like, hey, we we can't do this all by ourselves and right. Mm-hmm. We need help. So we mm-hmm. we we hired um an intern, an imaginary intern called Crystal. And her job was to help us with little things that we don't need so we can focus on the big dollar. You know, right, items, right. Like, her like, like talking to the people, right? Yeah, her title is like associate producer slash intern, right? Producer, like job. we know, just like a catch all for like everything behind the scenes that makes stuff tick, right? Yes, it's it's they're the unsung heroes, the unsung heroes, and you know what? We would be Crystal would be our sung hero, but she does not do her job. She drops the ball. Anna and I just re- Anna and I just went through thirty three minutes of pure gold content. It was you no know, really good. <laughs> it was really good. It was so good. And you know what, people? Crystal did not hit record. So you know where that thirty three minutes went. And I don't Nowhere. know. Do you know? I don't know. Nowhere. Crystal, do you know where it went? Silence. You know, those 19-year-old brains are just not formed yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, Man, those 19-year-old imaginary brains. Yeah. Can't trust them. Not great with details. Crystal, well, we love you, but this is going to go in your internship review. Yeah, she's, well, man, good. Yeah, right. She's still on her probationary period, so we got a mm-hmm. lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Crystal with a K. Crystal with a K. Um. I also do you want to explain how um, how Crystal first appeared to us? Like what she showed up for her for her Zoom interview. What oh, what man. clothes was she rocking? <laughs> yeah, she's got the 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 white tee with the with with the with the, with the ripped jeans and the and the Air Force Ones, the uh-huh. white, white white high top Air Force Ones. Yep. Um, with with the Prada bag, and you know what? The thing is, um, so I have a, like, uh, there's a way that it's a, that's a very, like, at this point, at our age, that's like retro, right? That, Mm -hmm. that was like, and back in high school, right? Like, that was the, at least in the high school I went to, that was the thing. Yeah. Um, That was not the thing in the high school I went to, but, you know. I mean, you know. We can talk about that another time. (laughs) Everyone in my high school is named Crystal was probably conceived on meth, so. Different, different, different times, different places. <laughs> Same time, different places. Anyway, Crystal of definitely different places. So we, so it was a thing back where we were at. It was, uh, you know, our our high school was like super diverse, and like you know, we would we had tons of you know whatever. Um, and uh, 
So, but that was the thing. And then obviously we get older and like, you know, so back in the day, I, was, I had I had the baggy tees and the uh, the black forces, and I, I used to put the my jeans. I, I used to hold V-neck my jeans. Up over... V-neck or crew neck? Crew neck. But okay. this was well, come on, man. This was um, this was V-necks were at that point were was still not cool yet because we were still doing the big and tall tees. Right, 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 right. Big right, and tall right. with okay. the okay. like the the double yep. the double the what is it finish line at finish line you can get five tees for twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, had the uh, I used to tuck, um, um, hold my, my pants up with, with rubber bands on my ankles oh. and so that they would, you know, yep. This different right? times. <laughs> no, different places. There yeah. was different places. So, so yeah. Anyway, that was the life back then. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah. And then obviously we get older, but the, the thing is when, when V-Nex came out, um, we I used to make fun of people wearing V necks, you know, like it was like the um back when when hipster was a fad and like more yeah. of something like you know you were you know whatever, and all um, of a sudden all know, these wearing, guys are shaving their wearing, chests, wearing shaving <laughs> wearing you know wearing uh, uh what is it um uh, you know fitting clothes and all that thing like that was this was yeah. um. It was way before that was a thing. Now you know, and so, so anyways. But then, but now though, it's 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 funny. Not just Crystal's outfit that she wore for her interview, but that whole um, style is like coming back again. You know, mm-hmm, through mm-hmm. the advent of boyfriend jeans. Mm-hmm. Still don't understand sneakerheads. What that sneakerheads? Sneaker heads. What is that? Um, Those this jeans? is a term that I learned when I was working with high schoolers but sneakerheads are like oh, people yeah, that yeah, yeah. collect sneakers yeah, yeah, yeah. like with the jordans sneakers. and all that yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. oh god yeah. i got it okay okay, okay. so that's yeah, like yeah. become more mainstream right exactly so um i had a friend who uh in high school uh who was a sneakerhead and like i just could never understand i was like bro like you you have so many for what mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. um but i get it now like it's it's a thing and it it makes sense. It's like, you know, everybody's got their thing. It's Prada bags for dudes. That is a great point. Same wow. thing. I mean, women, women are sneakerheads too. There's plenty of women with expensive sneakers, but I, I would say it's more of a male dominated yeah. market market. Yeah. Yeah. So, but like, yeah. So like that's that whole like vibe is coming back. I guess people are tired of being in all these fitted clothes and they, they want to harken back to uh um simpler times uh, simpler times um uh, back Remember when blockbuster yeah uh, going for blockbuster on friday nights for your get your <laughs> you know anyways that was us back then so anyways crystal is not doing her freaking job mm-hmm. um but you know what hey i've made mistakes before in the past and i can't mm-hmm. judge crystal based off one thing the thing is that she came to her imaginary interview and she, there were qualities about her that were like hey you you can be a part of our project. We we believe exactly. in that. Hey, she messed up a couple times, but hey, she still has time to show us what what she has to offer. Right, to and we're all you know. This is called the Growing Pains podcast. We're all growing, and sometimes it's a pain. Hey, Crystal, wherever you are, <laughs> we we still believe in you. Thank you for your work. Hey. I'm a I'm a human being. I get a little frustrated sometimes. 
but that mean I would mean I don't believe in you, Crystal. So mm-hmm. your supervisors still hold you in very high regard. Um, so, 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 um, so, so th- that's Crystal. So if you see her, wave, say hi, let her know that she's um, that you 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 we've you've introduced we've introduced her to you. But the thing is that we were talking about the pandemic. Yep. That today marks not today, but right around this time is like a year in to the pandemic. Um, <clears throat> and it's been a really, um, the pandemic is like, a, it's a health problem in a sense that people's like, people have died because mm-hmm. of this. People's lives have been like disrupted. Yeah and destroyed because of this but it's also like become this political thing in the sense where uh it's like the um the the fight between the common good and individual freedom and liberty at a now at a broad sense Mm -hmm. that you kind of get down to the different pieces of that um and i feel like it's just been this thing where you everybody's having a tough time and we don't have any time or any freedom to just recognize the fact that this sucks and 2020 yeah. this last yeah. year has been has been trashy. Yeah. Yeah, when we for sure, I think and right before we realized Crystal hadn't pressed the record button, I was kind of in the middle of saying like uh I am very privileged in that this year has well it has disrupted my life, of course. Um, and in some, honestly, in some pretty significant ways, it's not cost me a lot, you know, in terms of like, like I haven't had to, uh, yeah, like it hasn't, it hasn't like been a disaster for me personally Mm -hmm. in the same Mm -hmm. way that it has for a lot of people. And so there's, there's just being upfront and acknowledging that like, that's, yeah, I'm immensely privileged in that. And I'm grateful for that. You know, I think, right. But just to say that my experience is not going to be the same as everyone's. And, um, but I think for me, it's like, there's something about having a new set of limitations and constraints that makes you have to rethink the way that you're doing life. Mm -hmm. And that part of this last year has been, has been very painful for me in some ways, but it's also been extremely valuable in terms of Mm -hmm. trying to figure out like, um, okay, so what am I, what am I aiming towards and what can I reasonably do to like be moving in that direction? And, um, do I really want what I've, what I think that I want? What if I can't have that or, you know, whatever? Um, yeah, I was supposed to be living in South Africa by this point. Like, this I remember is, that. I remember you know, that. this is like, this Man. is very different from the life that I thought I'd be living at this point. So, um, yeah so now what is kind of the question and I think but I think it's as much as I don't you know I want my life to be smooth sailing for the most part Mm -hmm. um smooth sailing and lots of high highs basically (laughs) um it's been it's been good to like for me to be forced to slow down and um and have some limitations that like really make me think about what's essential Mm -hmm. in my life yeah. I um I I think in general 
let's be real, majority of our lives are like are filled uh, with marketing and advertising. Mm. <laughs> and a lot of the messaging that we receive on a regular basis, like just trains us more towards like dreams and hopes and positivity and yeah. quote unquote positivity, like fulfillment, like you can do this. Everything is possible. It's just around the corner, you know, <clears throat> like, and, um, even like commercials about, uh, 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 like, antidepressants or medication or whatever it is um that could kill you you know are generally like seen that were are are like coupled with like people that you know instantly are better <clears throat> mm-hmm. you know instantly are smiling and happy and the colors are warm and the the, the, the settings yeah. are are bright and which like can i just interrupt you for a second because i know something about this stuff like it takes antidepressants up like anywhere from like four weeks to two months to really, depending on which one you're taking to build up in your system to be effective. So I think it's, yeah. And a lot of people who are experiencing anxiety and depression are like really in need of and in search of a quick fix. And that's just, it's not, it's not a quick fix. And I think 2020 and the pandemic, you know, was this, uh, experience where we all just realize that when when push comes to shove, we all want a quick fix. Yeah, we all want yeah. things to be better and made better instantly. We're all like instant gratification isn't something that just poor people or rich people or you know wealthy white kids like like it's mm-hmm. something that we all like is all is it, it's embedded in how we approach life in America. Yep. And, you know, the, and, but the thing is like, part of that is like, it's, it's possible, right? Like um, now with, now with Apple pay, I could, I could fix anything. I, like the other today I was like, man, I need a trunk organizer um, because my car looks like a freaking trash can. Um, I was like, I need a trunk organizer. I just got it. And so I was like, and I was like, Oh, I just put, I put my phone out and I was like, I was looking at them. And I put one in the Amazon card and then I'm mean, I didn't do anything after that because I'm still still trying to figure out if I should do it or not. Uh but but again, but it's like that. Mm-hmm. I want, hey man, I, I gotta, you know, uh GameStop is, you know, is, is low, you know, and it's I was like, oh it's you know, maybe I should, you know, you know, put some more in, you know, it's like, oh, instantly, you know. Um uh everything is it's it's possible to have it, whatever you want instantly or at least very quickly. And that's that's a good thing. I mean, I got friends who are missionaries. We were just talking with them last week, and I, you know, the my payment, whatever. They didn't have the right information, and I just, I was like, I fixed it. I just went online, a couple clicks, boom, 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 done. And I can we can help them. And so it's actually there is a way in which like that being able to have an issue or whatever it is and fix it immediately actually has benefits. Mm-hmm. but but it's not a it's not a it's not the way it's sort life of life works yeah it's sort of something that only like instant fixes only really work for like ancillary sorts of problems you know like what do you mean like 
maybe I'm, maybe I want to pick a different word, but uh, like like you have a your your trunk is the trunk of your car is a mess. Yeah, that's a very like it's not it's, core to who you are or yeah. how you it's live like your tasks. life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very task exactly. oriented. Yeah, like um, yeah, and I think I think problems that are more central to our identity or mm-hmm. general well-being right. tend yeah. to have tend to not be quick fixes yeah and maybe also too, Unless I mean, it's blocking but, someone that that's a quick fix <laughs> very quick and yeah man and 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 the but and the thing is too then you know you have your task oriented and your life and identity and and but the way that life is in structured for us in america is all of that is um contained in one like sphere and and there's no real barriers between any of that and so you know i have anxiety um and i want to whatever or i need a trunk organizer or i want to look at cute cat videos or um i need that like all of it is mm-hmm. all on a continuum on the same line and so uh then I mean, I think it's quite reasonable, I think. I, I think it's reasonable to uh, say, hey, this worked over here. Maybe it can work over here. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and, and make that association. Um, now, the problem is that it's clear that isn't how it works. However, it's uh, it's still just like, well, not however, but I think at this point it's embedded in how we see things, and it's just like one of those things that you just like we're 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 swimming in the sea of instant gratification, and you know you can't pick a point and say like you know like you can't swim you know you got to swim upstream, but you're never gonna right. get you're never gonna get right. out the stream, right? Yeah. And so the pandemic, I think, was this like fish out of water experience. You know, whereas like you like realize that we swim, we actually we actually live in this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a part of at this now. It's a part of who we are. Yeah. Um, and that was a big. It's like having withdrawals from that. Um, and and I mean a lot of a lot of people struggled. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm I'm introverted. I also like reading and like hanging by myself and like whatever and. So it wasn't too like that's as I wasn't like, oh man, I can't believe I'm not with people or whatever. But I did realize like, you know, I was like I seeing people on screens was like just became so like it was great, but it just wasn't it. Yeah. Um and you know, obviously, you know, I you know, with like depression and, and anxiety and different things like that. So I still struggle with that a lot. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people did too. Um and so it just was a very, very tough year. And it's so hard to, um, for me, what I find difficult is like just not having time or adequate spaces to attend to what actually happened to us Yeah. because of the pandemic. Because if you, you now, now the topic is, is, is polarizing where you right. can't even, it's like, right. so, um, like, the pandemic um, caused me to go into a depression. Becomes well, 
are you a masker or an anti-masker? Like, mm-hmm. do you want a vaccine or not? Like, you know, mm-hmm. they're taking up, like, that's, yeah. you know, so it's, it's like, you just get lost in that and you just have to, you know, get yeah. sucked into the battle when all you're trying to do is just figure out what's going on with you. Yeah. At some point um, on a mini soda, potentially when we have a friend of mine on, I want to talk about this book that I'm reading called Trick Mirror um, around here somewhere. But the the writer um, was talking about how the internet age um, has necessitated polarity because to get clicks, you have to induce outrage. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it's funny because I, I think the book was written in 2019. So it was before, obviously before pandemic, so the pandemic hit and um, she was talking about in the book how we had like, a year or two of national unity following September 11th. Right. Um, which was also prior to like social media being a huge thing. Yeah. But I think the pandemic is probably in terms of, uh, well, it's certainly taken more lives in September 11th, mm-hmm. but I think in terms of like how it lives in our, I mean, time will tell, but like in our, in our national mythology, it's like kind of similar weight to September 11th. Right. Um, right. But exactly what you're saying, there's like no unity involved. There's no like, we're in this together. Like the people that are saying that we're in this together are only like, there's a whole bunch of people that are not accepting that. Right. So you're, we're in this together if you're like moderate or liberal and some conservatives too, for sure. But like, I don't want to say all conservatives have a certain view of the pandemic or masks or whatever, because that's not fair, but, um, but yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like it's kind of, it's a shallow statement that we're all in this together because we're not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a whole thing in the beginning where it was like, you know, um, like celebrities were like, oh man, like the pandemic, you know, Hey, whatever, you know, we had to go out and ski. It's like, well, we ain't skiing. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't with us. I had to get my blah, blah, blah. Like you, you ain't with us. Like you, you have the, the 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 luxury to be able to do this, and so there's a. Um, I think at some point we're going to talk about identity politics. I think it's one of the things it yeah. gets to is that. Um, uh, so there's this obsession with being on the right side of yeah some um, form of either justice or like social ordering yep which in which you can just that's the, and this this justice and social ordering in many ways is um identified by like certain like slogans and um uh slogans and like you know uh, like discern, not discernible, but like identifiable, like phrases, and uh, that are supposed to like connote, like that I am, like I live my life in this kind of a way. Yeah, right? yeah. And that is so. That's not how. It's uh, <laughs> not how. It's not how things work, and. Um, and and I feel like 
Man, yeah, we gonna have to. We gonna we gonna need like a whole time to talk about this because this is something that bothers me so much. Because you you can't you can't. I don't think you can. I don't think you can make culture up as you go along, as though there's nothing preceding it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're gonna need a whole lot of time to talk about that. But that's, um, and the because when when you brought up you know um you know wearing this together, I mean that was like it's like the even the idea yeah so like that just it it, it gets me like just not fired up but just and it raises my curiosity um because i feel like there's this association between the way that i respond to the way that I respond to certain like keywords dictates like my like moral aptitude almost. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which uh, then gives me liberty to then just be like be and do whatever I want because like I'm like I'm I'm basically in the club. You know, and whether you want to call it like a club, like a rotary club or a club, like a nightclub, whatever it is, yeah, you're in you're in the mix and you're essentially um, like, you know, you've got plot armor like, you you, you know, you're always going to make it to the end of the story. Yeah. Um, so now I'm going off on book. a tangent was, here. So like, no, no, no. This I'm is, going way off. I found the book. Um, it's called Trick Mirror by Gia Tolentino. Uh, subtitle reflections on self-delusion okay get on that um and she's the chapter that i'm in right now which is to say the first chapter because (laughs) this is me (laughs) uh because i uh, this is my thing i am reading generally like three to four books at once and i Mm. never finish any of them yep um yeah it's a it's not a great way to live um (laughs) it's not a great way to learn let's put it that way um (laughs) But she's talking about identity and how um, we, in today, more than at any other point, our, our identities are, um, we think of them as we are performing. So when we right. are always thinking about ourselves mm-hmm. in terms of like, essentially ourselves being on a stage, like right. I'm thinking about, okay, if I'm on a stage and my stage is social media or whatever, how is this going to look? Yep. And uh, that's, and she's talking about how that lends itself to like, basically all, yeah, you, every, every sort of um, worldview and moral outlook has its terminology. And if you don't have that terminology, then you are, um, your fly is down on stage, you know? Right, right, <laughs> so, right, right forgot your mask (laughs) right exactly you know and um anyway so i i just think yeah that's that it's super super interesting that like we are always mediating we're like self-regulating our identities through how we think others will perceive us more than and i think i'm sure humans like we're social creatures so we've always been like that to a degree Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. we've never been like that to the point of like thinking about how hundreds of people will think about us you know like go back 20 30 years 
how will my family think about me? How will the right. people I go to school with think about me? Yeah. How will the people at my job think about me? Yeah. That's yeah. it. And and so then that you have at night, you can form your identity in a way that it's like more, it has more utility. Like mm-hmm. it's more functional than mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, aesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> Having a moral aesthetic or something like that. So yeah. Um, anyway, I digress, but. I think one thing that is, there is an aspect of performance that's important yeah. in the sense of, um, you know, like how you move in the world makes a difference. It, it has an impact for sure. And so that's something that you can't just say, well, you know, that my identity isn't merely in how I live externally. Um, you can't just say that that doesn't matter yeah. because maybe it might not be totally essential in a, in a way. Um, so it has, it has a, like an import, um, but it's not the whole, it's not the whole story. Um, and the fact that it's becoming the whole, if not the major, or at least like the most important part of the story, I think is right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and I think the, the way the pandemic could have, people can respond to it one of two ways in terms of how we're talking about stuff. So you can realize that really the the connections that matter are the ones that are like face to face. Right. And and your identity can adjust accordingly. And you can realize like, oh, this whole like we're connected on social media really is kind of like a bunch of BS. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if it's not if it's not in service of something deeper and more um more real it's it's a bunch of bs and like why do why do i care so much about what people think about me and i think i'm like really grateful that that's actually i've started thinking that way 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 more than i used to Mm. um yeah anyway um i think so i need to think about that more actually and be a little more self-reflective but the, uh, but then the other way, right, is that you can be like, I am so lonely. My only connections are, you know, uh, like social media yeah, and yeah. that becomes your whole universe. And I think, yeah. you know, that's that's another extreme you can move to. So, yeah, I think we'll see. I think with, you know, there's always like. I think and this is just my worldview, like as a Christian, I'm not I'm not like some one of one of the Christians who says that like God causes everything, right? Like, mm-hmm. but I do think that in, in literally any kind of enormous challenge and even in great tragedy, there's like always an invitation mm-hmm. um, to, to something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which isn't, to say like well what are we gonna you know we have to learn a lesson out of every crappy thing that happens yeah Um, i don't i don't mean that but um i think that there is there is like an invitation in this cultural moment that we're in Mm -hmm. to um to assess whether or not this path that we're headed down of just like instant gratification and like schizophrenic identity formation and um shallow relationships and um like Mm. insane consumption like is this (laughs) is this like a a good path 
So anyway, that's just yeah. kind of where my head's at with all of that. Yeah. I Man, I think about Psalm 23, you know, the, uh, what is it? Um, even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, uh, I'll fear no evil. Like you, your rod and staff comfort me and prepare a table for me, you know, um, in the presence of my enemies, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And <clears throat> it's like, well, I mean, if you're, you know, when you, if you're in that kind of situation, what are you supposed to be, you know, is there a lesson there? I mean, I think that, I mean, um, this, I think is where like experiential knowledge is like, it should be like some somehow primary and like the lesson is can you be a human being mm. in the middle of tragedy can you be yeah. a human being yeah um in the middle of grief i think you know you're talking yeah. i was thinking about george floyd and the family it's like what what lesson is there to learn at someone's Completely. funeral oh right? yeah, there I, is no lesson that there, there is no lesson to learn other than yeah. being uh there to comfort the family can you yeah, do what, that what lesson what lesson is there to learn through losing a child right what lesson is there to learn in a pandemic is like do you actually care about other people and if the answer is yes then how do you demonstrate that maybe yeah. that's the, and it's maybe now you can call that a lesson if you want but the the, the true um lesson is in actually the actual caring is in you know the 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 parable of samaritan means absolutely nothing if you don't uh, recognize uh, that how you can be the, the, the Samaritan in other people's lives. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing. If, if you read the parable of Samaritan and nothing changes for you, then you're just like all the other people that walk by that other person. Yeah. That's how, that's how Jesus was. That's how he told the story. Is when oh, yeah. the other Because he was selling like, the people that walked past the guy who was beaten up or whatever were the people like he was, those were the people that he was talking to like in yep. person. It was like this, y'all are them. Yep. And then the and, hero of the story is like the ethnic and religious other. Exactly. Now yeah. I feel like there's like a way that we like, you know, that could go, that goes in a very strange way in like the, the the cultural zeitgeist of the moment right but i think the 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 point though about like can you take care of people that are in need when as you go through your life mm-hmm. the thing is like the samaritan he didn't say like you know today i want to help somebody who's you know who i, I want to help a jew today uh, i want to I want to. I want to help a, a. You know, I want to help a uh, one of those uh, those zealots. You know, help on me one of them. And, you know, on this path over here, and I'm gonna take care. He was dude was on his way. He saw somebody that was in need, and he helped him. He's like, mm-hmm. can you can you help the people in need that you meet along the way um, of your life, or not? You know. Yep. And then you'll find out in the, you'll find out as Bonhoeffer says in the concrete moment. You'll find out in the moment. You know what you believe or not. You know, so so get into the moment. Mm. And this is getting way long. We gotta get out of here. Yep. And you got me preaching. I shouldn't yep. be preaching. I don't have my ordination yet. Uh, well, oh. um, yeah, we're trying to keep this short today. Um, we do. I don't think you said this up front because we were so rattled by Crystal dropping yeah. the ball that we. Uh, 
neglected it, but please, if this, if you've been oh, enjoying yeah. the podcast, please rate us and review mm-hmm. us in your platform platform of choice. Yeah, that'd be helpful to us. Send them our way; we will receive them with many, many thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, we got to get out of here. Um, yep. And it's always real. Um, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. I'm Moki Musal, your host here at the Growing Pain Podcast. We are out. <laughs>